Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 19th of May, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. Last Thursday, the 12th, the INDEC National Statistics Bureau revealed that inflation reached 6% in April. It may sound like you've heard this before, given Argentina's chronic inflation issue, but it's the highest monthly rate in decades, adding up to an annual inflation rate of 58%, one of the world's highest indices. While most saw it coming, the news had a ripple effect in society, prompting thousands of protesters to take to the streets in Buenos Aires City. The opposition didn't hold back their criticism either, with some calling the government a factory of poverty. Of course, wanting to control inflation and being able to do so are two completely different things. While in Paris for his European tour, President Alberto Fernandez blamed the war in Ukraine for the rising food prices, although those were not the products that increased the most. Garments and footwear increased by 10%, restaurants and hotels by over 7%, and healthcare by 6.5%. Speaking of the European tour, President Fernandez was finally able to meet with Emmanuel Macron. The two shared a brief press conference in front of the Elysee Palace, where the Argentine president touched on the concern of Latin America and the Caribbean regarding the war in Ukraine underlining the possible consequences for the region of the economic sanctions leveled against Russia, he called for a ceasefire as soon as possible. The tour also made stops in Spain and Germany, where the president had the opportunity to push Argentina's agricultural exports and upcoming energy infrastructure projects. He strongly believes Spain could be the entry point for the gas that Argentina intends to sell to Europe in the coming years. Being warmly welcomed by three high-profile heads of state also helped President Fernandez show off while putting aside the internal conflicts with the vice president. In an interview with one of Spain's main newspapers, El País, he ratified the government's economic course, which has been repeatedly and harshly criticized by Vice President Cristina Fernández de Kirchner and a number of politicians and officials aligned with her. He actually got pretty candid when asked about his relationship with the VP, to which he responded that Fernandez de Kirchner represents something significant in history and is today the leader of an important space. But still, he doesn't always share her views and has been critical of her government when she was president. Either way, the truth is that Argentina has seen worse days. In fact, on Friday the 13th, Miguel Echecolatz, who was one of the most cruel violators of human rights during Argentina's dictatorship, received his ninth life sentence for crimes against humanity. He was sentenced along with former policeman Julio Cesar Garachico for kidnapping, torture, and murder of seven people at the clandestine detention center known as Pozo de Arana. In other news, the health minister Carla Visotti warned that we're seeing the beginning of a fourth wave of COVID-19 in Argentina. The number of cases grew by 92% in the last week with more than 33,000 weekly cases. That said, she insisted 
that no restrictions are to be expected, as the country is in a completely different situation from that of previous waves, mainly thanks to the vaccination efforts. While we may associate the increase with the lower temperatures, the Pan American Health Organization warned that COVID-19 cases are rising everywhere in the Americas. The largest increase was seen in Central America, with cases rising by 80%. Increases are not always bad news, though. For example, we can expect an increase in the minimum non-taxable income for the infamous income tax, or Impuesto a las Ganancias. If everything goes according to plan, the floor will be raised to 265,000 pesos, gross salary, in June, which is about 1,300 U.S. dollars at the parallel exchange rate. On that note about salaries, the price of basic food necessities for a family of four reached 45,600 pesos in April, about 230 U.S. dollars, which is higher than the minimum monthly wage. Moreover, this is just the average. If we take a look at different cities in particular, those numbers vary. For example, in Buenos Aires City, a family needs over 52,000 pesos, while the minimum wage stands at 45,000 pesos. Another adjustment recently made in the minimum amounts that banks must report to the Federal Administration of Public Revenues, commonly known as AFIP. In short, banks must report operations of both accounts and credit cards that exceed 90,000 pesos, $450. That includes deposits, transfers, credit card purchases, withdrawals, and fixed-term deposits. Speaking of transfers, Argentine football superstar Lionel Messi is currently in talks with Inter Miami to potentially move to the American team. Messi currently plays for the French team Paris Saint-Germain under the contract that he signed last year that will run until June of 2023. However, his plans after that were unclear until now, and it seems that the footballer may not only settle in the United States to play for Inter-Miami, but also acquire 35% of the major league soccer club. The acquisition of Lionel Messi, who is considered to be the best player of all time, will cost the Miami team millions, a lot more than what President Fernandez will have to pay to sweep his Olivos gate cause under the rug. On Monday, the 16th, the federal prosecutor accepted the proposals of President Alberto Fernandez and his first lady, Fabiola Chanez, to settle the lawsuit for the party in the Olivos presidential residence, which was held while strict lockdowns were in place. Between the two, they will have to pay 3 million pesos, about 15,000 U.S. dollars, as conciliation. Going back to the topic of Miami, the Quilmes mayor, Maida Mendoza, was accused of misallocating municipal funds, which ended up in the hands of cooperatives in Miami. She claims 
that the accusations are unfounded and blames them on political persecution and malicious media. Also regarding Buenos Aires province, it has been confirmed that the traditional Mercado de Liniers cattle market will move to Cañuelas. After 122 years of taking place in the heart of the city, the market is going back to the rural area, more specifically to an agro-commercial center some 60 kilometers away from the capital. Something that also takes place in the heart of the capital is the Buenos Aires International Book Fair, which has officially come to an end. This year's edition welcomed more than 1.3 million visitors, making it the most successful event in its history. What's more, the excitement of booksellers, editors, and authors over the high attendance figures was backed up by sales, with large publishing groups such as Penguin Random House and Planeta recording rises of around 20%. The fair also welcomed visitors from all over the world who probably encountered few restrictions when entering the country. To update you on the current requirements for foreign tourists entering Argentina, you'll only need to complete an affidavit within 48 hours prior to the trip and have COVID-19 health insurance covering hospitalization, isolation, and or medical transfer services. The 2022 International Book Fair was surely one for the record books. And moving on to history books, remember that next Wednesday, the 25th of May, is a very important holiday. This is one of Argentina's national holidays, and it commemorates its first independent government being established, or La Primera Junta, which brought the nation one step closer to its independence. In a way, it was the 25th of May that the Republic finally became independent, a fact that was made official on the 9th of July when independence from Spain was declared. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at argentina at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Argentina and Twitter at Rorschach underline ARG. Nos vemos la próxima semana.